With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What? What? Check this out, right? Yeah! You saw the motherfucker this time, boy. What? The king's the crook. What? Back at you with some new shit. What? Fundamental 
Tim Duncan checks in at number eight. At number seven, they got champion, MVP, Hall of Famer, the greatest Celtic in Celtics history, Larry Bird. Sorry, Paul Pierce. Uh, at number six, they got uh, <laughs> Wilt Chamberlain. They got Wilt Chamberlain. All right. At number five, they have the legendary Magic Johnson, arguably the greatest point guard in NBA history. At number four, I'm sure Street Fighter can appreciate this. They have the the iconic Bill Russell. Remember all the championships, but nobody really considers him the greatest. But even though he has the most championships amongst you know individual players, neither here nor there. He checks in and yeah, he checks in at number four. At number three, they have. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the NBA's leading scorer, all-time uh, leading scorer, accumulated points, all that good jazz. He checks in at number three. Now, this is why I titled the episode ESPN, uh, pardon me, LeBron James and MJ are proud sponsors of ESPN. Because for the past couple of because for the past couple of years, Street Fighter, it just seems as if it doesn't matter about any other players in history besides LeBron James and Michael Jordan. Would you like to just take a guess for our listeners right now as to who they put at number two between LeBron James and Michael Jordan? Just take a crack at it. I'm gonna, take your time now. I'm gonna, Don't I'm think gonna, too hard. I'm going to guess LeBron. I'm going to guess LeBron. Oh, Collector Mundo, my friend. Uh, pardon me, I don't have any gift to give to you for guessing that correctly, but you know what I'm saying? Just give yourself a pat on the back for that one. And, of course, y'all know it, uh, widely perceived as the greatest of all time, Michael Jordan checks in at number one. All right, so uh, we're going to tap back in with LeBron and Michael here very, very uh, shortly. <laughs> I know that there are two players on this list that have definitely been misplaced. It really pisses me off for whomever curated this list to have Shaquille O'Neal and Kobe Bryant at number 10 and number 9, respectively, as the greatest players in NBA history at number nine and number 10. That just blew my damn mind, Street Fighter. I really couldn't wrap my mind around naming, in Shaq's case, nine players that are better than him. And in Kobe's case, eight players that are better than him. In history, I'm so sick of all of this recency bias that they are continuing to shade my boy Kobe Bryant even after his death. I don't understand. I really don't. I mean, you can call me a young buck. You can call me naive. No, I didn't have an opportunity to watch all the great players that pretty much played from as far back as the 60s on up until, like, the 1990s. I'm a I'm a 90s baby that grew up in the 2000s. So that's when, you know, my era, if you want to call it that, pretty much starts. It's not to say that I can't be a historian and do my homework, 
But when I go back and I look at certain highlights of players of yesterday, I really don't see where it's justified where Kobe Bryant is at number nine on that freaking list. I'm gonna give it to. I'm gonna turn it over to you right now because I could go on and on and on about how pissed I am. They continuing to slight my boy as if you know what I'm saying he he's not arguably the greatest player in NBA history. Street Fighter, go ahead and take it over, man. When you seen this list, I want to know, man. What what were your immediate thoughts when you looked at this list? Anger, but not especially. Well, you know what? It's the same people. Anger at two different things. One, a group of people. Another, a person. A group of people, the NBA media. I'm mad at the NBA media because something they did back in the 1990s, 2000, is something that affected this list. And the person I'm mad at was a part of that. And that person is Steve Nash. Steve Nash couldn't vote himself as the MVP. But he got two MVPs, and neither of them belonged to him. Steve Nash was like 30-something, I think, on this list. Imagine if Steve Nash didn't have two MVPs where he would be on this list. Imagine if Kobe had two MVPs and Shaq had – because I, I hope Shaq got an MVP. Imagine if Kobe and Shaq had two MVPs. Imagine where they would be at on this list. I have heard Shaq really air out his grievances for only having one league MVP award, and that came back in the 99 and 2000 season. You recall those years, those years that Steve Nash won back-to-back MVP. Look, man. That was Shaq attack attack years. Shaq attack. It, It really is disheartening to know that the two players that kicked off the top ten only have one league MVP award, respectively. Amongst themselves. I really can't wrap my mind around Shaq only having one and Kobe only having one. In the back Does Tim half Duncan of his have an career, MVP? mind you. Say it again. Does Tim Duncan have an MVP? Tim Duncan has two of them. I was wondering. I, was, I think Tim Duncan has two, actually. Tim, Tim Duncan, Duncan got two, two MVPs. No further case, Your Honor. Carry on. All right, so 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 again, I I have to ask. Now we're not gonna insert any players that were outside of this top ten into the top ten. We just want to strictly focus on this list according to ESPN. Do you have a problem with Shaq being at number ten? I do. I need to know what we're judging by them. That's what I really need to know. What are we judging by? Are we judging by what they did in their careers? Because if so, then, you know, unfair or not, the number one is always going to happen. This is the most dominant player in modern-day history. I have not seen a player dominate basketball the way Shaq did back in the day. Imagine. 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 
in the next couple of years, it looks like we might see Giannis do some of the same stuff. But, you know, I feel you on that. Besides that, I know, no, no, I no, know no, no. Shaq, Shaq did the league Shaq, dirty. I know Shaq is giving Giannis his props. He says if, if if Shaq was in the NBA today, he says more than likely he would be like Giannis Antetokounmpo. So I give you that. But still to the level, we're talking about somebody like – easily, you know, it could get you like 30 and 15 a night. And the biggest, you know what I'm saying, great people have with Shaq is that Shaq really didn't take care of himself health-wise. We talking about people in the media have problem with that. Everybody that played against them, which even been worse. Like you said in his interview with Kobe, they sat down a couple of years ago, I think with TNT. He said, "Like I don't need to spend all summer getting my body right to go and dunk on people at the beginning of the season." Um, <laughs> again, it baffles me that he he checks in at number ten. Oh, man. I, again, I know this is a rhetorical question, but I have to ask you, do you have an issue with Kobe Bryant being at number nine? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because, look, here where we go again. I need to know what we measuring. If we measuring what this player did in their career, then listen, fair or unfair, Wilt is still Chamberlain will always be at the top. He just will be. Like, he he has his own record book. Yeah, he played against a lot of white guys, short guys. We still call Bill Russell great. So, Will Chamberlain was better than Bill Russell. I don't care who says what or how they feel about it. But if we're talking about, like, talented, top ten talented players, hey, um, Celtics fans, put your ear in tight. Get ready. Uh-oh. Some Lakers fans, Uh-oh. feel how you feel. Uh-oh. Kobe was better. Uh-oh. Than Larry Bird, I'd take Kobe uh, over Larry know. Bird. I don't think. No, that's fine. You don't have to. I would. I would. Magic, it's up in the air for me. Magic will say whatever. Everybody that want to say Magic say Kobe the greatest Laker. I've never shown with Magic because Magic will say a lot of things. But me personally, look, man, I might have taken Kobe. Am I? Do I have a bias? Probably so. I don't give a damn. That's my opinion. It's not y'all's mouth to speak for. I'm going to take Kobe, especially over Larry Bird. Look, shout out to Larry for being able to rebound and uh, pass like he did. Kobe could have passed more. He didn't want to. He wanted to be like Jordan. Larry Bird wasn't jumping higher than Kobe. If Kobe wanted to get more rebounds, I guess he would have got more rebounds and guarded less on the perimeter. It is what it is. Kobe wasn't guarding people in the post, so he wasn't getting rebounds like that. But if we're talking about scoring, Hey, y'all, uh, Kobe wasn't a three-point shooter Larry Bird was, but I bet you Kobe could get more buckets than Larry Bird could if they really needed it. We ain't going to have I mean, I know, like I, I know Kobe was more of a volume shooter, but, like, listen, there are players that I feel, I say this in my humble opinion, that were great in their eras, and then I feel like there are players in history that would have been themselves in any era. I apologize anybody of you know that may be older that's listening to this that may have been able to witness Larry Bird and some of the other, you know, greats of yesterday play. A lot of these players that have cracked this top ten, I do not have them being themselves in today's NBA or even like ten, fifteen years ago. I believe Kobe Bryant would have 
I just want to say the logo is not in any of these lists. Carry on, though. Carry on. What you say? I, you know what? And since I'm currently like I'm stationed in West Virginia, I actually had mentioned that to one of my coworkers. I said, "Ain't it really like an indictment that the logo of the NBA, a man from the little great old state of West Virginia, never ever gets mentioned as the greatest player, and barely do I hear any whoops of him being mentioned as one of the greatest players." In NBA history, that Jerry Nobody West is not a name that people. No, Jerry West is not a name people immediately run to, but yet he's the logo of the NBA. Neither here nor there. All right, let's keep on. Let's carry on. Checking in at number seven, Street Fighter. Do you have an issue with Larry Bird being at number seven ahead of Shaq and Kobe? I might ask. Oh, definitely. Oh, pardon me. I'm tripping. Oh, definitely. Hold on, hold on, hold on, pause. I'm tripping. At number eight, pardon me, I can't count tonight. Checking in at number eight, Tim Duncan. Do you have an issue with Tim Duncan being at number eight? Yes, I do. And if you want to know why, look back at the year. It's 2000, 2001, maybe either 1999 or 2002. Look at what Shaq did to Tim Duncan and Dave Robinson. That's all I have to say. Carry on. That's that's all I got to say. I mean, I give it. To Tim Duncan, I think that I think that his champion. That's why I say, like, what metric are people really like exerting? Because I think that people give him, and I and I actually, I want your honest like opinion on this too. It do are great and best synonymous in your eyes? You said what? I want to know, like, are great players and the best players, are they synonymous or are they mutually exclusive? In my eyes, or they're can the same they be thing. mutually if exclusive? If I'm going to say somebody's great, I feel like they're one of the best players in the league or on their team. So they, they that's usually the same thing for me. Because I don't think anybody would really per- – Revere Tim Duncan as the best power forward from a skill standpoint, even though he you know is the big fundamental. But I believe in totality with championships. I mean, he was a superstar player, didn't have a superstar personality, but definitely a superstar player. All stars, defensive player, those kinds of things. I give it to it. But I really don't think that a lot of people outside of you know his his you know his accolades and things will really like look at him as the best power forward ever. But that's just, you know, my that's opinion. all people be right. saying. At, num- at number seven, Larry Legend, do you have a problem with Larry Legend being at number seven? Ahead of Shaq, ahead of Kobe, and ahead of Tim Duncan. I do if we're talking about talented players. Hey, man, look. You ain't finna have me picking Larry Legend over Kobe Bryant. Not going down or like Shaq. that. Or Shaq. Or Shaq. Period. Dear God, over Shaq. Hell no. All right. Let's keep pushing. Let's keep pushing. At number six, Will Chamberlain. We need to be higher. Why does it need to be higher for you? 
Why does Wilt need to be higher you, to you? Are you by any chance, are you looking at the story right now as we're reading these numbers off? I'm not. I just want to know. I wish you were. I'm trying to pull it up. Because in the story, they had Wilt Chamberlain's uh, averages. I think it was something like 30-something yeah. points, 30. 22 rebounds. And four assists. So, um, your honor, I don't know what evidence What's we need metric? to procure. I mean, but what is the metric? What is the, what is the metric, metric though? <laughs> what, <laughs> what can Will do? What, what can he do? What can we? I need to know what we measuring. Because we can't be measuring championships. Because I don't see Bill Russell as number one. And we can't be measuring talent. Because unfair or not, Wilt has to be number one. Yeah, and I wouldn't even condemn him. I wouldn't even condemn him back with them stats for, like, whatever, like, mediocre players people may want to say he went up against. Hey, you can only play against they put on the floor. And it's not like uh, people keep – I hate to bring his name up twice, but what – what is his name? Jerry West. Shout out to Jerry West as an executive, by the way. We ain't trying to shut the man in time. As an executive, I'd want him all day, every day, any day. But as a player, listen, I don't remember Jerry West's numbers, but Jerry West got, like, finals MVP and a finals he lost, and I think he scored, like, 30 points a game or something. Will Chamberlain probably would have put up 50 points a game, and y'all would have said, uh, you know, he ain't win a championship. Do y'all know what yeah. Will Chamberlain was doing to people? Do y'all know what Will Chamberlain was doing to people? Yeah, you got to Don't nobody it, know like, who was on his team. I don't know who played I with think, Will Chamberlain. I don't know not one dude. I think I think Mike is the only other player in history, career average, to have like thirty points per game as an average. I think Mike is the only other player. Um, okay, no, I, can I think respect uh, that. Harden did it. Didn't Harden do it? No, we're talking about, like, career. James Harden still oh, is, like, his yeah, semen ain't dry yet. Yeah, oh, ooh, yeah his semen ain't dry yet. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Number five, the legendary Magic Johnson. I, I'm fine with Magic here because I feel like even if we move other people around, Magic would still be somewhere right about here, five, six, or seven. That's where Magic would be. Although, again, like, it's crazy to me, but I feel like Magic Johnson, outside of, like, the top two people on this list, and I said two, I know there's some other names, I said two, Magic Johnson could play in any damn era and still have people paying extra money to see him play. Uh, He would really thrive in, in today's NBA. Woo! Imagine I, like, this ain't gonna be fair, and I know some people are gonna be mad because aren't you a Lakers fan? Imagine Magic Johnson on the Warriors with Steph Curry and Clay that's, Thompson. That's that's exact. That's exactly what I was finna get to. Now he spent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> he spent. Oh my god! Now he spent. Uh, was it twelve? Twelve seasons. Thirteen seasons uh, with the uh, with the Lakers. Now his career averages are nineteen and a half points per game, seven two uh, seven point two rebounds per game. Which I I just want to say he averaged eleven point two assists per game back in the Showtime era. And with how you know like the spread offense has really like it perme- permeated the NBA, 
I swear, now, his points per game might take a drastic drift because we know Magic Johnson won't no threat from behind the three-point line. But I tell you what, I believe you when you say, if you were to ever say that, damn it, he might go ahead and average, I would say anywhere from maybe 13 to 15 assists per game. That might be generous. Imagine him taking Draymond's spot. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hey, I tell you Yo. one thing. Kevin Durant would have never came at Magic Johnson like he came at Draymond Green. Because <laughs> <laughs> Magic would have made the right pass. Yeah, Magic, Magic would have made that pass. I was about to say, Magic would have done that pass. Magic would have been yeah. like, oh, KD over there. KD can shoot. We straight. Hell, yeah. I'm talking about, man, as soon as Magic or whomever got the rebound, outlet the Magic and run. I want you on this wing. I want you on that wing. You know, Magic is gonna find you some kind of way. Um, the defense is the one thing about Magic. Collapse on Magic. No, it's terrifying. Yo, watching Magic, I've looked back on the highlights every now and then. I still be confused of how the ball got where it got. I gotta rewind three times to look at the pass. Woo, boy, Magic Johnson. The legendary Magic Johnson. All right, so you're pretty much saying you would kind of keep him where he's at. Fine. That's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, number, yeah. At number four, the greatest winner in basketball history, 11 titles in 13 years, mind you, the legendary Bill Russell. Yeah. 13 uh, years of the Boston Celtics. Five I, MVP it, awards. Man, 11 man, like, what am I? selections. What am I supposed to do with this? Like, on the one hand, listen, because I'll fight anybody over. I will never, ever, ever say Bill Russell was better than Will Chamberlain. It will never happen. It won't. But you would say he's greater. You would say he's greater than Will Chamberlain, right? I wouldn't. I really wouldn't. I'm I'm so serious. Oh wow. There's no metric. That that would be my thing. Yeah, that would be my thing. He he's not. He may not have been as talented as Will. But for accolades and, you know, like, in the pantheon of greats and legacy and things, I would say he's greater than Wilt. All right, sure. I get I get where you're going with that, and I feel that. But here's how I look at it. Didn't Bill Russell have a Hall of Fame team? Hey, man. Like, more every, props to his, every more, Celtic more props on to his front team. office. More props to his front nah, office. No, 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 no. <laughs> The front office <laughs> back then was a little different. I ain't giving front offices props back then. But my point is, Will Chamberlain put up like 40 on them in the finals or something like that. Some crazy numbers like that. And people kept saying Bill Russell shut Will Chamberlain down. Will Chamberlain gave everybody on that team buckets. His team was trash. Point blank period. His team was just trash. He kept losing to I... Bill Russell in the finals. And nobody, no, nah, man, I, I ain't got the love for Bill Russell everybody else got. I ain't saying he's a trash player, but, like, homeboy yeah, was, what, 6'10"? He was, like, 6'10", so shout-out to him and his defensive prowess. I, Will Chamberlain's better than him. He could be, like, number four or five, right below Magic, maybe. Okay, so you would push Bill Russell back is what you're saying. Yep. Alright, at number three, the lone player that still sits at the mountaintop with the most points accumulated in NBA history, 
Skyhook, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at number three. Now, he's an enigma. Because Kareem low-key may be the most talented player in NBA history. If I didn't put Wilt at one, I'd probably put Kareem at one. Well, actually, I wouldn't because there's, there's, there's somebody else who kind of comes to mind. If I didn't put – regardless. Wilt Chamberlain, underrated. Crazy good on defense. His offense was good even when he couldn't walk. Like, they keep talking about how old – I didn't really know how old he played until and was still scoring double digits. That's actually crazy to me. All some other stuff. It really don't make sense. But – Will Chamberlain was just – he was just great. Also, hold on a sec. Quick thing that just came to mind. Maybe I'm a little late to say this. I know we're already up here, but um, why in the hell did LeBron James make the top ten but Kevin Durant didn't? Should I wait till we finish this list to ask that question? Or am I too soon? Yeah, let, let's finish because I'm finna go right. on like an epic I'm rant. I'm sorry, this just came to mind, but I got it. It kind of made I'm me mad. Go like a, yeah, I'm, I'm finna go on like an epic rant. Uh, okay, so captain, the captain checked in at three. At number two, again, this is why I titled the episode, LeBron James and Michael Jordan are proud sponsors of VFPN. They have LeBron in at number two. I'm not mad at it. Look, I am. I know. I know. That's fair. We got different feelings about LeBron. The reason I said maybe I wouldn't put Wilt, I mean Kareem as number one, if they didn't have Wilt as number one, is because I might put LeBron. Because for real, I like to say people adapted. Because when I watched um some of the the last wow, did I really forget what it's called? Michael Jordan Damn, in the height of the documentary. Yeah, the last dance, bro. My God, the last dance. I'm right. Yeah, get, hey, you look, get familiar. It is you gotta get is. familiar, bro. Last two episodes. It's wild because I've been watching it. It's wild because I've been watching it, but I I didn't remember the name whatsoever. But um, <laughs> no, but listen, I watched when he was with Magic and Larry Bird. And Magic made a joke. It's like, oh, we can't touch Jordan, you know, because every time you touch him, it's a foul. It's a and foul. And you know what that sounds so funny can't get to me? Too close to Michael. It's a foul. I remember that. That sounds hilarious. Because don't they say the same thing about LeBron now? LeBron, oh, yeah, you, it's a foul every time you touch him. Oh, you can't get too close to the king. Change. You can't get too close to the throne. How times <laughs> um, do change. We ain't trying to um, talk about that, how Michael maybe, maybe not used to flop a little bit to try and get an extra call. But that's y'all zero. I, I ain't going to say too much. All I'm going to say is LeBron grew up, did what he had to do, and actually learned how to flop from Dwayne Wayne. We could talk about that. Maybe y'all not ready for that. This is your conversation. LeBron played how he played. If LeBron played when Magic and them played and you were allowed to be mean to people and he grew up where he grew up and how he grew up, who wants to take a knee to the chest from LeBron James? Bill Lambeer got one time. Bill Lambeer got one time to slash LeBron off the guy. Who hit? Who hit Bill Lambeer in the face? Green? Somebody else hit Bill Lambeer? All I know is LeBron bigger than all of them. 
LeBron bigger than all of those dudes. I don't know what the hell Dennis Rodman's talking about. Because I remember Dennis Rodman getting ate up in the post by Shaq. Like, he, they won one series, and another series, Shaq started eating him up. So Dennis Rodman talking about, you know, I remember him putting his hands behind his back because he was mad saying they was calling too many fouls. LeBron ain't exactly Shaq in the post, but Dennis Rodman think he could keep up with LeBron James? If LeBron James wanted to run Dennis Rodman over, he was going to run Dennis Rodman over. What the hell was they going to do? I'm, I'm tired. Just, so I'm not trying to hear people say LeBron's too soft to play in every area. Well, apparently Jordan was too soft according to Magic. He was just trying to be funny about it. But, you know, we ain't, we can't say I'm not on ESPN. <laughs> so I ain't finna get it up. Boy. I ain't got to watch what I say. All right, so they got, <laughs> Yo, you know, boy. Mike and they got Mike at number one. I mean, ain't nobody really, like, surprised with that. Ain't nobody really surprised to keep it all the way 100 that Mike and LeBron are at one and two. I'd be so glad when sports actually resume so that the people at Undisputed, <laughs> Shannon Sharp, <laughs> and First Take, everybody on that panel can find something else to talk about outside of LeBron James and Michael Jordan. Quick sideboard. Do you know that ESPN first take has the gall to pose a question to simply like say, will Patrick Mahomes ever be great as Michael Jordan? That's how you know that they are really like fiending for like some content. I'm like, what sense does that even make, bro? What sense does that even make? I didn't even say that to veer off topic, but I didn't. I don't get that. I don't know what that means. I don't either. I don't either. But anyway, okay. Uh, you had you had comments for LeBron that you wanted to make. Let's go ahead and get into that right quick. I just think LeBron could have played anywhere, anytime. If LeBron had to be more aggressive, I feel like LeBron would bless the day. People saying, "Yes, we won't." He's like, "No, we won't call blocking fouls." but we also won't call charges. So by all means, put your head down and see what you can do. What? What? Do y'all not remember the Miami days? Imagine the Miami days, but instead when you put your hand up there to block, he's trying to dunk your elbow back through the rim. Y'all, what's that doing so confused? Why are y'all playing LeBron? LeBron in Miami, his – Arguably, like, the best version of LeBron was, I want to say, like, 2012, 2013 LeBron. And it, yeah, that was second year. Miami. That was terrifying. He had a 50-40-90. 60? 60-40-90? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I think that uh, might have been his damn. third MVP award that season. Something like that. It's like some some people, I don't know if they understand. Like, I'm not trying to disrespect Michael when I say what I'm about to say. But there were some people playing in Michael's era, some people balling in Michael's era, that would have been on the bench in this year. Because they weren't fast enough, they weren't athletic enough, and they can only okay, have but you can But you can say the same for Wilt, though. The competition, like, would Wilt average 30 in today's NBA? Nah, we don't see, know that. See, so the problem with Wilt thing is, 
it's not that Will. It's not like Will just because I'm trying to think of a good comparison. The logo, the logo, he averaged thirty in his generation. It was like, ah, all right. Will averaged like fifty. He scored a hundred points a game. He had a fifty rebound. His numbers were cartoonish. That's why it's different. The logo scored like thirty-four, thirty-five, sixty points. All right, that's really high numbers. Will scored a hundred. He had a season where he averaged 50 points, 20 rebounds. His numbers weren't just, wow, those were great numbers in any season. His numbers were, I'm sorry, is this real? People still don't believe the 100-point game, game happened. It don't make sense. When your games start literally becoming fables, that's different. You different. He had a 50-point average season, had a quadruple-double game, something like that. Wolf's numbers literally don't make sense. They don't make sense. That's why I say I put him as number one. If y'all put him against people that was that y'all small for that, but his numbers literally don't make sense. Everybody else's numbers back then is like, oh, they're pretty those are great numbers for you know, if you had those in the season now, thirty points is pretty great. Wolves had numbers that don't make any damn sense. If we started looking through Will's Will Chamberlain's record book, it looked like you were playing 2K on rookie mode and decided to put it in the real life and say, I did this. I ain't mad at that. Um, and what about else do I mean, I ain't mad at that. I just, I just want to, like, say that, of course, there are all these players that are on this list. There is a year in their career that you could, you know, arguably, you know, like make a case for them being the greatest of all time. But when I think of like totality, even for players that I wasn't privy to watch or whatnot, I'm sorry, I do not have I don't I don't have no player in history over Kobe Bryant outside of Michael Jordan. It's like it's hard to put the re it's hard to say that the remix is better than the original. In some cases it actually is true, musically music wise speaking, but I just don't I don't have Kobe Bryant in number nine. I don't have eight players in history better than Kobe Bryant. I'm sorry. Like, there's there's just too much Kobe hate. They hate Kobe, I feel like, because he tried to be too much like the player that they already put as the greatest of all time. I was about to say, they hate Kobe because he's too much of the player they love. Yeah, too much. Too much. I get it. But, like, I think Stephen A. Smith has said this. The only thing that Kobe didn't do that would have really made them feel some kind of way was where the number 23. But I do scratch my head sometimes as to what it would have been like, how history and the perception of him may have changed had he went to Chicago when he actually wanted out of L.A. But, you know, that's a whole nother comment. I wonder what number he would have won. I'm happy he didn't because he wouldn't have won in Chicago. God, he wouldn't have won in Chicago. That that franchise is trash, man. Woo. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's that's what it is. Street Fighter, man. Let's let's go pay some bills. You know, what I'm saying we out. Let's enjoy the weekend. Let's get up out of here, man. Well, this is come on, somebody. And actually, with that last thing that our host Matty Ann said, I have to leave y'all with a question that just kind of came to mind. If y'all think Kobe would have left for Chicago, I only have one question. How crazy would it have been to see him play alongside Derrick Rose? 
That's it for us tonight, people. That's it for us tonight, people. Uh, Church. (laughs) With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.